0: Hello everyone and welcome to the Journey Through Sonship Podcast. I am Brother Calvin Calhoun and today we want to wrap this series up on an accessory to unrighteousness. This is part three. And today we're going to talk about being careful who you support. Be careful who you going who you support. But let's back that up with scripture. Let's look at Romans chapter 1, verse number 18. Romans chapter 1, verse 18. In part 1, week, we looked at how sinners entice you to join them in unrighteousness. In part 2, we talked about how God warns leaders or the watchmen about incoming danger or uh, judgment or... Uh, even um, the word of God to move us to a season. And it says if you don't warn the people and prepare the people, then the blood of the people um, who die in their sins is on your hands. But if the people don't heed the warning that you do speak, um, the, the blood, their blood is on their own head. But let's look at Romans chapter 1 verse 18. It says this, for the wrath of God, let's keep that in mind. The wrath of God is revealed from heaven unto all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the hold the truth in unrighteousness because that which may be known of God is manifest in them for God has shown it unto them all right for the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen being understood by the things that are made all right even his eternal uh, eternal power and Godhead, so that there with thy excuse. So when God created the heavens and the earth, He infused the heavens and the earth with things about Him that show attributes of Him. Now, of course, of course, His ultimate creation is the creation of man, which is able to carry His spirit, His presence in the earth. No other creature, not even the angels, can carry the presence. Of God, It says this, so that means if he's infused um, the creation with things about him, it says men are without excuse that God uh, does exist. It says this, but because that when they knew God, they glorified him not as God, neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations and their foolish heart was darkened. Now let's stop for a second because it's easy to believe and think that this is talking about unbelievers but it says clearly right there in verse 21 because that when they knew god when they knew god okay so these are people who have backslidden these are people who have backslidden it says this they either were thankful became vain in their imaginations and their foolish heart was darkened Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools. Listen to me. It's nothing like someone who think they know it all. They got all the big words, but have no understanding. Okay? Have no understanding. So they profess to be wise, but they're what? They're fools. And changed the glory of the uncorruptible God into an image made like to corruptible man and to birds and four-footed beasts and creeping things okay we know that we have seen this in various cultures around the world almost in every country we've seen deities worshiped whether it be half man half beast whether it be uh the worship of animals the actual worship of animals it says what that that is changing the glory of the uncorruptible god into the image made into uh, corruptible man into birds, four-footed beasts, and creepy things. He says, Wherefore, this is what God does to people who do this, God also gave them up to uncleanliness through the lust of their own hearts to dishonor their own bodies between themselves, who changed the truth of God into a lie and worshiped and served the creature more than the Creator, who is blessed forever. Amen. Listen to me. When you worship and you want to be a zodiac sign, you want to be a Sagittarius, Pisces, and all that, that is false god worship. Why? Because you're consulting the stars about your character and about your future. That is false god worship. Uh, Also, when you talk about um, people who uh, worship uh, people, people who worship people, other people who, like, you know, we got, uh, we can go there. Uh, the beehive, the beehive as they call it, right? Those people who worship, worship Beyonce and we know that there was even a church created in her name. Now, I'm not saying she wanted that, I'm just saying, but there's people who worship her. That is false god worship. Also, when we worship mother nature, when we when we, we come, you know, worship the uh, nature and, and all these things, we exalt that above. God that's serving the creature or the creation more than the creator. Okay? It says, because first of all, all of creation was prepared and was prepared and on set to serve the man that's in the image and the likeness of God. That is the sons of God. That is the corporate body of Christ. Okay? So look, it says, for this cause, verse 26. God gave them up to vile affections. Now let's be let's let's stay with what the words say. Vile affections. For even their women did change the natural use that is which against nature. Alright, what well, he said nature. Okay? He said, look, and likewise also men leaving the natural use of the woman burned in their lust toward another men with men working that which is unseething and receiving in them themselves that recompense of their error which was me listen here that's what the bible said now god's been consistent of, but when it comes to homosexuality and the reason why and let's go ahead and go here for just a split second homosexuality is a spirit got it? homosexuality is a spirit it says what when, when two men come together, they cannot procreate. When two women come together, they cannot procreate. Procreation gives glory to the creator. But also, please understand that the creation of man and woman was not just a natural phenomenon. It actually carried an eternal purpose and that the creation of man and woman is a is a earthly picture of a heavenly reality, which is man is a picture of Christ. Woman is a picture of the church. This is why he would say husband, love your wives as Christ loved the church. When the man and the woman, when Christ comes for the church and the two become one. Why do you think God took the woman out of the man? Because that was a picture of the church coming out of Christ. Okay? But guess what happened? Christ would come. And it said on the cross that that what? He was wounded in his side. And in that opening, that would be an earthly symbol of something that is heavenly able to, uh, uh, that it can happen in heaven. It can happen eternally. Where now what? the bride can be reinserted back into her husband. Now, I not wanna to go too far into all of that, but basically, this is why homosexuality is an abomination to God. That's what the scriptures say. The homosexuality is not new. In Rome, it ran rampant even amongst the Caesars. But guess what? Homosexuality is not new. God was dealing with that, what, in the days of Noah? God was dealing with that in the days of Sodom and Gomorrah. So it is not nothing new to God. So please, let's stop acting like this is something new. It's not. But he called it, what, a vile affection because it does not give glory to God. And people are actually outside of the will of God when they choose to do this. This is why he would say, even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient. Being filled with all unrighteousness. Now, now Paul's about to go for a list of things. And I need for you to, let's walk through this stuff. Being filled with all unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness. Covetedness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, debate, deceit, malignity, whisperers, backbiters, haters of God, despiteful, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents. Whoop. Yep. <laughs> Without understanding. Covenant breakers without natural affection, implacable and unmerciful. Now, listen here. So many people want to hang their hat on the homosexuality part, but there's a whole laundry list of things that we see right here. And homosexuality is rampant in the church. But there's a whole laundry list of other stuff here that Paul calls out and said this is unrighteousness. And what did we start off with? We start with saying what? That the, the wrath of God, verse 18, is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness. So this is what God says would happen. This is the meat of the, of the of the matter. This is why this message is called being an accessory to unrighteousness. Catch the last verse. The last verse says this, verse number 32 says this, who knowing the judgment of God, they which commit such things are worthy of death. See, y'all want to just talk about the homosexuality, but no, 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 no. He says what? All these people, the backbiters, the whisperers, we don't have backbiters and whispers in the church. Oh yes, we do. Do we have covenant breakers in the church? Oh, yes, we do. Because why? Because when God establishes you within a household, he has arranged you. Holy Spirit is arranging the body of Christ. When you break covenant, you displace yourself from where God has established you that you may grow and mature. And when you break covenant, you're, you're basically saying what? Where you put me, God, is wrong. It's wrong. And I'm going to go where I want to go, where I can feel what I want to feel. I want to feel good. I don't like to be corrected, even though Christ would say, I correct those whom I love. All right. There we go. Disobeying the parents. Why? Children, let me say this to you, especially if you've got godly parents. Our responsibility as your parents is to raise you up in the nurture and the admonition of the Lord, is to teach you the standards of Christ, to mold your character into Christ. And when you're disobedient to your parents and you cause grief to your parents, guess what? The Bible says you're worthy of death. We know the first commandments were well. um honor thy father and thy mother that thy days may be long upon the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. Okay? So we got to make sure that we're honoring our parents, but also most of all, we're obeying them because God has given them to watch for your soul to watch over you and bring you up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. And when you rebel against them, God's sitting authority, God will have to deal with you. And we don't want God to have to deal with you. That's why your parents discipline you and give you punishments and uh, convince you to say, this is not the way you need to do it this way and all that other great stuff. It says what? Uh, uh, those people who are unmerciful, you're worthy of death also. Why? Because God is merciful. And guess what? We And, and I'm going to tell you something. The, 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 the spirit of being unmerciful goes right along with those who are filled with, mal- who is malicious. Because people who want to pay you back for what you did wrong, they just want to always see death on people. They always want to bring people down. Always want to bring people. They're unmerciful. Don't want to see people restored. God says you're worthy of death. So all right, we got that so far. All those from verse number twenty-eight to verse number thirty-one. We're saying all those that do such things are worthy of death. But that is not where thirty-two ended. Please catch this last part of verse thirty-two. It says this who knowing the judgment of God, they which commit such things are worthy of death, not only do the same, but have pleasure in them that do it. I'm going to read that last part one more time. It says this, but have pleasure in them that do it. So guess what? Not only are the people who do such things, worthy of death, but those that take pleasure in them that do such things are worthy of death. When you support these perverted and godless artists who completely disrespect God, blaspheme God, we've seen people get up on stage, especially on national television, mocking God, mocking the Lord's Supper, and we are still wanting to support them, the Bible says those that do it are worthy of death, and those that take pleasure in supporting them that do it, you're worthy of the same consequence, you have people who who hate God, who, who call, just blaspheme, Holy Spirit, and we still want to support them, because they're our favorite artists? mm no, no, no. Let's go to the church because I know that was the easy part, calling out the, the entertainers because we said, hey, look, we have stores. My, my wife is here. Listen, we saw some stuff that was just like, no, we just can't do it no more. Nope. We reached a, there's a level where we just say stop. Certain stores just pushing so hard the agenda of the LGBT community. I mean, just pushing it beyond Beyond measure, no, not supporting you, not doing that. No, care who you are, we're not doing that. You take pledge, you support these perverted politicians, people who get up here and support all types of unrighteousness. You'll defend them to the death, but guess what? They're in there mocking God and blaspheming God. And we still support them. The Bible says those that take pleasure in them that do it is worthy of the same consequence that they going to get. And if they worthy of death, God say you worthy of it too. Let's go to the church. Look at the church. Leaders, perverted leadership. Perverted leadership. Oh, we, we love, pastor can preach, but a pastor living a godless lifestyle. But you still support Pastor. No. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Leadership. When you see someone not living right, you know they ain't living right. And know what you want to do? You still want to exalt them into a leadership or influential position. Guess what? That's lifting up and supporting unrighteousness. That's because now you put them in influential people, a position where they're influencing people in a perverse. Way, There are preachers out here preaching complete blasphemous stuff about Jesus. One very famous preacher recently said Jesus did not reach his potential. Let me repeat it again. Jesus did not reach his potential. We're talking about Emmanuel. We talk about God in the flesh. We're talking about the Son of God. Did not reach his potential. Teaching it to thousands of young people. But we always we want to support him anyway. We want to support, look, yeah, he, he preaching, he preaching. You're gonna suffer the same consequence that he's gonna suffer. Those who have robbed the people of God. And taking from them and abuse them and holding the uh, the, the body of Christ and holding the, the sons of God by constraint for, for money purposes, you're worthy of death. And when you support those people that do it, you're worthy of death also. Told you, an accessory to the crime, you may have not actually committed the crime, but if you supported them that did, you get the same consequence. The exact same cons- consequence. And so this is why... This message is so important because we have to take a stand. We have to take a stand. We cannot support unrighteousness. The cost is too high. It's too great. It's too great. We see this stuff. All this stuff right here, every last one of these listed unrighteous characteristics is in the church. We see it. It burns. It breaks my heart to see the people of God to see. No sound doctrine. They're lifted up by all the emotions and the entertainment and everything. And people are being robbed blind. No one's growing. No one's maturing. Then when things happen in the earth, we don't have an answer. How do we not have an answer? When God prepares his children for what's coming. He says, you are children of life. Light. That the day should not catch you as a thief in the night. Now we know we're talking about the return of the Lord. But when it comes to the God changing seasons. Seasons should not catch us off guard. Because he tells us and prepares us by the prophets and the apostles. So how are we caught off guard so much? That's because when we lift up unrighteousness. The Bible says when the, uh, the wicked walk on every side. Psalm 12. When the vilest of men are exalted, when the people, the people have what itching ears, they, they want to hear what lines up with what they're seeing, they want to be popular in the world, they want all the celebrities to love the church. No, no, we've let so much crap come into the body of Christ and got people believing what they're seeing is a move of God. And let me tell you something, that is going to cost so many people their lives. The Bible says in that last day, many shall say unto me, Lord, Lord, have I not prophesied in your name? Have I not cast out devils in your name? Have I not done all this in your name? He says, depart from me, you worker of iniquity. I never knew you I never had a relationship with you and we know in the book of Acts it talked about so many people trying they saw what the apostles were doing and they saw and they tried to find a way to take the grace of God for a time to profit off of it and we see that same spirit in the body of Christ today in the churches where they'll try to take someone who is spiritual. And use that gift to to line their own pockets. That type of unrighteousness says you're worthy of death. When we just want to do, promote our friends and, and 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 just it's just all types of just nepotism and and god perverse godliness ungodliness in the church. We can walk around with all the robes we want. But God know your heart. And God see what you're doing. And guess what? You better make sure. You better be lining up. Because we all have to take an account for what we've said and what we've done in this body. And if you're doing this thing, listen to me. It's easy to point out those people who are doing the perverse stuff. But if you're supporting the people who are doing it, you were you just as bad. I'm 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 gonna lay it out here for for you right now. The easiest fish in the bowl is Beyonce. You want to support someone who blasphemes God? You want to put your children before someone who blasphemes God? You want to give that person four hundred, five hundred dollars of your money? But you won't show no type of honor to the one that's laying down his life and bring you the bread and wine, who is your past and your spiritual father? You won't give them. You won't give them that, but you'll go see Beyonce and serve Beyonce, though Beyonce blasphemes your very Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. That's the that's the that's the easiest one in the bowl to see, because I heard it for myself. We don't even need to talk about a husband. We we can move on from that. That's 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 shooting ducks in the in the pond. We gotta do better, and we got perverse gospel artists. Oh, I know, babe. Uh, yeah, she, she's right over there, y'all. I know we got perverse gospel artists. Some gospel artists that said, that tells you what? The uh what did he say? He said um um Oh, that's right. The lion and the, the lamb and the lion will bow down to the goat. You said what? The lion and the lamb How can you you not hear that and see how blasphemous that is? Oh, but he's my favorite artist. I got to support him. No. You want me to tell you why God considers that death worthy? Because when you support them and when you continue to support them, you become the stumbling block to them seeing the truth. That's why. That's why he says, don't be a stumbling block to the brothers and the sisters. Don't do it. Guess what? If you stop supporting them, <laughs> you might give them an opportunity to kind of repent. But when they see the hand claps and the cheering and all this stuff, they believe they're okay. And they're deceived. And everybody's just supporting them. And despite them saying pro- just blasphemous things like that, they still your favorite artists? Problem with you? So I urge you, don't be an accessory to unrighteousness. Don't support unrighteousness. You know what these people are doing. Do not support them. You don't support that. Because when you support it, you say it's okay. And the first thing the world the first thing the devil is always looking for is for a believer to support the things that he is doing. devil loves that because now the image of God is beginning to be defiled and he can stand and accuse you of being sin against God and that gives him a legal right to oppress you. It gives him a legal right to torment you because you supported a lie and a deception over. The truth of God. So I urge you this day. Pray. Be sober minded. Be clear minded. Watch. Don't support this perverse ungodliness in the house of God. Don't do that. Pray for your leaders. Those leaders who who have injured the flock. I pray that you repent. Because God is taking them out of here. I'm telling you. And right now the church is being judged. And if you continue to follow perverse unrighteousness, you'll receive the same judgment that they're going to receive. You will receive it also. God is calling the house to order. And calling the house to order is a call to repentance, a call to submission, a call to obedience. And for many of us, a time of isolation to get ourselves in order. So I urge you, seek the Lord while he may be found. Pray and seek his face. Turn from your wicked ways that he may hear from heaven and heal the land. He's not talking about, I'm not talking about the land like the geographical land. I'm talking about this land. Yourself. His temple. That he desires to live in. That he desires to be seen through. So may God bless you we meet again on the Journey Through Sonship podcast.